What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgenid, the only podcast about the secret life of the American Teenager Season 6 Together Forever by Magic of Essence. I'm is Sam it, Canning. Is that, what, is, that, is that what our podcast is about anymore? Because I feel like we sort of pivoted last week. I've no, just been that thinking. was... That was I've a just freak been... accident that was your fault. It was your fault, but okay. I've been hearing a lot of negative reviews of you uh, and how it was your fault. And All a lot of, of positive reviews sounding, of how great I the did. Comments, they're saying that uh, Sam was interrupting Jordan's secret life expertise. Expertise. He's the real I've been seeing life a, lot of, a lot of buff. very positive feedback about my job hosting the podcast with regard to the things that we talk about. I got this fan And mail. on the flip side, if you, if, you, if you look sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum, a lot of people have been really angry with you uh, and how off-topic you got last week. I, I got this fan mail in the... I got this letter in the mail, um, uh-huh. and it said, uh, Dear Jurgenit Podcast. That's a, that's uh-huh. me. That's specifically me. Right. And it says... You um, did change your name to Jurgenit Podcast. I did. I also changed my name to Darth Diaper to really contend with name of the year 2021, but uh, that's uh-huh. not besides the point. It says, Dear Jurgenit Podcast, I just finished listening to episode whatever whatever you called it uh i don't remember um because i turned it off the second sam started talking about video games jordan thank you so much for trying your best to stay on topic and never speak about video games and also i hope next week you don't open the episode talking at length about how you got off topic and and just go straight to the fanfic so i really retro you know in in advance thanks for that because that's that was really great now that's interesting because I have the same letter right here. Mm-hmm. Just if I if I do, can... you have your paper sound effect at the ready. Yeah, yes, I have my paper sound effect at the ready. Just on. There we go. Okay. Not. Okay. I'm All believing right. every. I'm, I'm believing every second of this fiction. Um, and it's uh, this letter that's it's it's the same letter that you read. But it actually says completely different things. The whole letter is different. Okay. It says, great job, Sam. Great great job. And that's pretty much what that one says. So I don't know where you learned to read. I think if I remember correctly, you learned to read at uh, uh, racism school, which is where you went for the first eight years of your life. We don't talk about that. But um, I mean, I I I because I I spent eight more years in unracism school, so now I'm at a perfect net zero, not racist. Well, not... okay, that's that's all well and good, but I started out with with no racism, and then I went to uh, unracism school for eight years, so now I'm well, unracist, which it's you are good. not. It's you know, there's a spectrum of uh, you know, sometimes you can go too far. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of letters that have been saying that they just wish that you had more of an opinion about racism. You just seem like you're... I seem very centrist about it, don't I? I seem very unequivocally... uh, I seem neither for nor against racism, which seems fucked up. which I I think is just terrible. Our listeners know that I'm I'm firmly against racism, but I, you know, I we're learning every day on the internet. But you're also against not being racist. Exactly, that's a problem. Which I think I is think the problem, and many of our fans are also saying that. Many that's of the our problem, fans, as, saying, as they are also saying that the problem is what you did on the show last week. So now that we've got that out of the way and just really hammered in how mad everybody is at you and how much everyone appreciates me, mm-hmm. uh, would you like to read some fan fiction? 
I was actually thinking, you know, I was I was uh, watching Star Trek, and I was thinking maybe we could talk about that instead. That was kind of a good uh, topic of discussion. Okay, sure. I haven't seen it, but I well, think that that would be, be equally new, good. Is this a be podcast a new, this if you is, just just summarizing no, exactly. an episode of Star Trek for me? So the premiere of our new podcast, A Data with Destiny, is Jordan is where jo- uh, Jordan it Jordan LaForge Jordy LaForging new friendships that'll last a lifetime is where I summarize an episode of Star Trek that I watched a while ago, and Sam, who has neither seen nor heard of Star Trek, uh, <laughs> will react to my summary having himself never seen the episode so here's i have not heard of star trek but i have seen of it you have seen of it so this episode there is this planet right and that's uh, amazing it was the planet was called wattpad 5 wow the enterprise lands on the holy shit and they find no giant well check this out oh my god uh uh, this is him well listen to what happens and, and what happened wow yeah and th- then the best part is this part no way there's more yeah this this and then that happens <laughs> that was disturbing um shall we crack on with some fan- <laughs> can we just get in and sink our teeth into the fan fiction yeah, Sam. well, I mean, you you told me before recording that you are very tired. So well, I, I had a cup of coffee, so I think I'm good to go. I yeah, think that it kind of seems problems. like the best the best strategy is to delay as long as possible. That'll that'll let all the, the juice course through my veins. On an all new secret life of the American teenager, you had sex with Clementine while Amy is having a hard time in New York with her pregnancy. Oh, sorry, I thought this was. I thought you were telling me no, what we're was going to happen the po- in this we're, doing, we're eight minutes in and we're doing the podcast now. I, I just, I don't, I don't remember doing that. Uh, episode 20, trying to say it in the nicest way. George invited Nora, Margaret, and Shaker to his and Anne's old house. Okay. Right off the bat. George, I didn't that's know not th- yours. I didn't know he could do that, but all right. <laughs> he invited them over dinner. George didn't know if they already knew that Amy was pregnant, so he had to bring the news carefully, in case they didn't know anything about it. It was past seven in the evening, the table was ready for the guests, and the lasagna was still in the oven. Why did I pour mints all over this? Ah! Come on, George. The kitchen door opened. It was Nora. George stood up to greet her. Hi, Nora, he said, in a serious tone. Nora seemed confused. What's going on? she asked. I don't like your, hi, Nora, tone. George shook his head, uncertain. Nothing's going on. Or actually, a lot is going on. But I'm going to tell you when Margaret and Shaker arrive. Nora looked, wondered. Wow, are they coming too? Is it that serious? she said sarcastically. George nodded. Very serious, he said. Nora seemed to be impatient. Just tell me, George, what is it about? Tell me, tell me, she asked, trying to get the information out of George's mouth. Just give me a hint. You don't have to tell me everything. George smiled. It doesn't mean that you're an ex-con drug addict and an alcoholic that you can get the information (laughs) out of me, he said sarcastically. You're an ex-con. You're also a drug addict and an alcoholic. Oh, sorry, an, an alcoholic. He's yeah. So, so she, she. I think he meant to say that she's an ex-con and a former drug addict and a recovered alcoholic. 
Or Tay underscore or uh, Magic of Essence just has some things to tell us about. Nora well, maybe maybe fanfiction. maybe that was all all one. You are an ex con drug addict and alcoholic, or well, alcoholic, but okay, alcoholic. Right. Nora nodded. At least I'm not a lawyer, she said. <laughs> Magic of Essence just heard about lawyer jokes. Uh, they are they are so in right now. Magic of Essence just saw the B movie and thought it was so funny when the mosquito became a lawyer. Oh, George smiled. Yeah, at least. Minutes went by. It seemed like an eternity. George didn't speak. What a wonderful dinner. They were just sitting in silence. He was afraid he might say something about the situation already, and he really wanted to wait until Margaret and Shaker showed up. Wow, this uh, really is a this really is a, a pregnant pause, just like Ricky got Amy pregnant. Ah! Ah, Jesus. Ah, damn it. That's great. She loved the bell it. of the front door rang. George seemed to be thinking he heard the bell very distanced. Did he then burn down King's Landing? Now, Jordan, you know how I feel about referencing Season 8, Episode 5, The Bells. Uh, I mean, you just referenced Season 8, Episode 5, The Bells, like, last week, either on right. our Patreon or our fanfiction, so I figured it would be okay, but then I remembered how this podcast works. That's right, so... You're going to go have to sit in your bad boy box. Mm, damn it. I have to go in my crate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> get in your crate. Ah. Uh, can you can you get a spray bottle and spray yourself in the face? I just, I bought one just the other day, so I actually have one in my house. Excellent. Uh, what's in it? Water. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, where the fuck was I? George, I think they're here, Nora said. George looked at Nora. They're here? Nora nodded. The doorbell rang. <laughs> this is this is the new system. You hear the doorbell, ding dong. And then Nora says, George, the doorbell just rang. And George goes, oh, uh, great. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks. George George stood up. He sighed and walked to the front door. That's Donovan's he new the job. He opened the door with hesitation. Uh-oh. Margaret Shaker. Come in, he said, frowning. He's never never frowned on the show. The only time he ever frowned was when he read Ashley's funny letter. No! No! Okay, the dinner was delicious, George, but why did you invite the three of us to come here? Margaret asked. It must be something serious, Shaker asked. George nodded. It rules that that George invites Nora over, tells her before dinner, uh, yeah, uh, I've got some really serious news to talk about. But we'll wait until after dinner, and then Nora's just like, "Okay, good lasagna." She's very patient. You have to appreciate her patience. She's like playing. I mean, solitaire. if if I needed to know right now, he would have told me. He would have told me. So it's not anything like emergency. Not an emergency. Right. George nodded. It is something serious, and I don't know. Ricky's how far on fire. <laughs> right now, we gotta go, go put, put him out. out right now. George nodded. It is of something serious, and I don't know how far behind you guys are on the news, but um. Nora seemed to be confused. Is it about Anne? I mean, she's not here. Did she finally find a girlfriend? George shook his head. Oh! Oh! Uh, it's not about Anne, and as far as I know, she's still single. Oh! Uh, <laughs> maybe Chicago Man has a sister that he's sending emails to. Uh-huh. He sighed. <sighs> it's about Ricky. He looked down. And she, it's also she about- meets, She meets Chicago Girl, and, and she's like, Oh my god, how did you know I would be here? And she says... Well, my my brother Josh Nash uh, cc'd me on all of the. He forwarded all of the emails to me. 
And he and you did just email Josh Nash about how you were going to be, uh, you know, going to the bakery at, you know, 8 p.m. <laughs> he sighed. It's about Ricky. He looked down. And it's also about my Amy. <gasps> Nora, Margaret, and Shaker gave each other a confused look. They also seemed to be afraid to hear George's news. Nora made an impatient gesture with her hands. She she like did a jack off motion, but jack-off in kind motion, of a yeah. like that's a, the only like the a, only gesture she, in kind of a hurry it up kind of way. See, this is this is one of those things that you, it, this is like, I, I, and I'm not I'm not trying to be mean, uh, but this is one of the first things you learn in like a like an English class. I think I learned this probably in fifth grade. Is it, you can't just say that a character makes a gesture because then all of your readers are going to picture that character doing a jerk off motion. I mean, you say that, but that is exactly what I've been doing every time I read. Like, makes a gesture, makes an impatient. Right, because gesture. this is this is a famous uh, thing about writing. Is that well, if I mean, you don't was, specify do the gesture, my, uh, it becomes my, a jerk off gesture. When my fifth grade teacher told us about jerk off gestures, yeah, I do. Remember right, that. right. Well, tell us, George. He's our son. George looked at them. I'm uh, not really sure how to bring you this news, but Amy is pregnant again, he <gasps> said, trying to stay calm. She's, She's what? what? Nora, Margaret, and the Shaker silently asked at the same time. <laughs> George sighed. Shaker held up a sign. Yeah. I knew that Ricky didn't tell you, but Amy is pregnant by him. Those two had a little adventure together. Right after my Amy came back from New York, for the first time, George shook his head. Uh, actually, the first time was in season three. Are you sure that Amy is pregnant, Margaret asked Actually, I think that was season two, sorry. George nodded. Yes, she is. She took a pregnancy test in New York, and she went to the doctors with Anne to know it for sure, and she is 100% uh, fresh-squeezed pregnant. George oh, no. sighed. E- even though I with wish With or without wasn't. pulp? With pulp. Now, what's the pulp? Uh, it's placenta. Placenta? Yeah. Nora seemed confused. Sorry, sorry about that, everyone. (laughs) But if Amy's pregnant, what about Clementine? What about, oh, what about Clementine, everybody? I thought Ricky was making fresh squeezed Clementine juice. (laughs) I thought he was squeezing, squeezing some mandarins. I thought Ricky and Clementine were dating. Shaker interrupted her. They were not just dating, they have, or had, a serious relationship. Clementine even has the keys of his apartment. Nora seemed slightly irritated. And why do you know all that stuff? Why don't I know things like that? Because we talk- Oh, fuck you, fuck you, Nora. This is- this is a Magic of Essence owning Nora hour. Because we talk to our son and you don't, Margaret said. I do- I do talk to him, but not as much as I used to. Nora said. George looked at Nora. Well then, I guess now is the perfect time to talk to him. I don't see the big problem here, Shaker asked. Maybe they will get back together for dot dot dot. <gasps> the baby! Oh my god, I didn't know he was going to say the baby! And maybe things will finally work out for them? Uh, and then some ads and uh, some other recommendations in case you want to stop reading this fanfiction in the middle of the fanfiction. Thanks, Wattpad. <laughs> George shook his head. And uh, and we all see how Wait, that- I think you, I think you skipped something. Uh, did I? No. It was, maybe things will finally work out for them. Wait, oh, Donald, Dollar General, hold, stack up your savings, huh, let's make things whoa, happen. Hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on. Wattpad, I'm gonna send you a screenshot of this so you could confirm that that what I'm seeing is, uh, legit. <laughs> is this good website hours? <laughs> yeah, this is incredible website hours, because the story, after the ad, oh, went back to the start, start of the chapter. Oh, <laughs> 
All right, guess you're going to start the chapter over. More what like, the hell is going on with this website? Wattpad, more like what bad? Because that's oh what Oh my it is. god, fucking destroyed. Um, Jesus, well, hold on, let me, let me see yeah. if I can... Okay, George shook his head? You take over. Okay, it is George shook his head, right? Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> that is so weird. How does that happen? George shook his head. And we all see how that turned out the first time they were together for John. Mm-hmm. George sighed. <sighs> Look, he herded Miami once again, with fake promises, and he used her to sleep with him. And I forgave him because I also thought things would work out. Since the first time, it kind of worked out. <laughs> Who is it? Hey, by and the how? way, I'll say one thing for Magic of Essence. So far, pretty on point with all the characters. George being like, I can't believe Ricky did this to my Amy. As opposed to like, I can't believe Amy's running away to New York again. Ah, uh-huh. Check out this gesture. Look at that. Get a little. Oh of God, this. gross, George. But throughout everything, he's still with Clementine, and she doesn't know anything that's happening right now. But there's something more going on. Amy ran away to New York just to get away from him, and because of Amy's, pre- I feel like my George voice changed completely between. <laughs> anyway. Because of Amy's pregnancy, she can't finish college at Hudson University. She has to transfer schools when she's six months pregnant. And Anne's in New York now. She's going to stay there with Amy until she comes back in three months. I'm glad that nobody's interrupting me because you all are completely on board with this premise. Yes, of course. I mean, that makes perfect sense. That Amy, she's broken. (laughs) She's she's damaged. (laughs) Even though she doesn't say that to me about being broken, but I know my girl. I know that she's a mess. <laughs> you know, Amy has never come up to me and said, Dad, I'm a big, stupid, fucking dipshit idiot. I'm a but mess. I can tell she's. I can tell. We're all broken down. George here. sighed. Ricky herded her, and she's still choosing Clementine over her, and that's off. Oh, he's still choosing Clementine over her, and that's awful in my eyes. It's re- <laughs> that's the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem is that Ricky's not breaking up with Clementine. Not that he cheated on cheated Clementine on her or got Amy pregnant again. It's really awful that he chose to be with a girl he just started dating a couple of weeks after Amy left, and then to cheat on that girl with my daughter for getting my daughter pregnant, and to stay back and not do anything. Did you follow that sentence at all? Sort of spiritually, yeah. Too too many too many concepts in that yeah. one. He sighed. And brushed his hand through his long, flowing, luxurious locks well, he got, he that got ran hair, all the way got, down to his waist. He got hair plugs again. Remember, remember yeah. when they did the Arrested Development joke, but on Secret Life? I do. I do remember when they literally did that. God, just like we did all the Arrested Development jokes on our podcast about Secret Life. Yeah, for 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 a time. And when I asked him why he wouldn't stand up and be more involved in Amy's life. Since she's not only to mention the mother of his three-and-a-half-year-old son, but she's also his his ex-fiancé, and they once lived together. They were pretty happy, and now she's having another baby. (laughs) They were pretty happy. They were pretty happy. They seem seem pretty happy in season five. I know George is, like, telling people about what happened, but, like, to read this is, like, uh... I'll say this, Magic of Essence, great at sort of writing a believable season of Secret Life of the American Teenager, uh-huh. but having a character do, like, long stretches of dialogue is definitely not her strong suit. 
So no. basically, she's just having George like summarize the fan fiction and why we shouldn't like Ricky, which is pretty obvious from the fact that he cheated on Clementine with Amy and then got her pregnant in just the most incoherent way possible. And I just get that's, I guess I just don't understand what the point of this this scene is. That's a thing with fan fiction writers that I've noticed is it's it's very rare I've found that they ever let a character be informed of something off page. Which like is they weird, always need yeah. to show you every character learning everything and because, it's just really excruciating i mean what has happened since amy and ricky like amy went back to new york just Anne went to new york and that's pretty much it then it was just like ricky talking to george about how he cheated on clementine and got amy pregnant and then clementine saying wow you cheated on me ricky it's just like come on Come on, Magic of Essence, advance the plot. It's fine. Right. <laughs> but you know we, what? Having characters babble incoherently about the plot of the things that we've already seen, isn't that the most Secret Life on brand thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 right on brand with, with season five, which was, as I've said, largely just treading water for fucking 24 episodes. But what if Ricky and Amy don't get married because she wants to go to Hudson University? Oh, How my God. We- uh, uh, His baby sure ricky's reaction to my question was that he's afraid he might hurt amy again i'm sorry george this is unlike ricky maybe he is afraid that he might hurt her again margaret asked george shook his head and did a comedy buzzer sound like they were playing taboo not going to full rewrite mode can i just rewrite that one i'm sorry george this is just like ricky and maybe he is afraid or maybe he doesn't care that he might hurt her again I'm sorry, George, this is just like Ricky, and that's kind of on us. And that's that's our fault. George shook his head, and his hair flapped around in the wind. His hair got caught in a, in a, in a ceiling, in a fan. Ow. George tried to shake his head, but couldn't, under the weight of his hair. George shook his head, and his hair wrapped around his neck and strangled him. <laughs> I'm like Ricky. Have you met your son? And when he told me he was afraid he might hurt my Amy again, he paused. I think there's more going on. But whatever it is, I can't be the one to confront him again. Because I might explode! I've had enough of their fights, mistakes, and bad choices. You three are his parents. You should be the ones to talk to him. Nora shook her head. I can't talk to him. I might say something I will regret later, and I'm no good at things like this. I will talk to him, Margaret said, sincere. I will try to talk some sense into him. Dash, Magic of dash, Essence dash. is really a Nora hater. Yeah, me too. I mean, me too. She did cheat on Anne in Anne's house. She had a good run. She had like maybe four or five episodes. Yeah. What a, what a wonderful time that was. Uh, was you can nice. take it here. Margaret arrived at the butcher shop. Shaker's actor had to do something else and had to perform surgery <laughs> that evening. He was at a, con- a medical convention for six episodes. For the rest of the show. For the rest of the show. And Nora didn't want to talk to Ricky. Play, place, place your bets, by the way. Will we see Shaker again in <laughs> this fanfiction? matter. <laughs> she thought that she was the, wasn't the right person to try and help him. Margaret stood in front of his door. She could hearly... She could hearly clear... Nope. She could clearly hear two people giggling inside the apartment. <laughs> She knocked, and she could hear a silence fill the place behind the closed door. The door finally opened. Place <sighs> your bets. Oh, God. Place uh, your bets, on what? ladies and gentlemen. Hi, son, Margaret said. Wait, wait, what smile. was I supposed to place my bets on? Oh, who's giggling? Oh, uh, John and, and Roberto. And jo- yeah, who stays there when Anne is in, what, Palm Springs or whatever. <laughs> the bedroom that they use. 
Mom? Hi. It's Jack and Madison. Yeah, of course. Uh, Ricky said, uncertain. Is this a bad time? Do you have company? She asked while she looked inside his apartment. Ricky nodded. Yes, Clem is here and also Jack and Madison. So now it's Clem, Margaret asked with a serious tone. Ricky didn't speak. That's a That nickname is not very good. I, this is getting serious. Ricky <laughs> didn't speak. He made a, a sign, a gesture. He made the sign of the cross that Margaret could enter. Uh-huh. When Margaret went inside the apartment, she was observing the place. Clementine was sitting on the cl- couch with her blouse half unbuttoned. There were also some condoms on the floor right next to the couch. Wow, no, Ricky. No, that's not where they go. That no, won't those, do anything. No, those go clearly go in the trash if they belong to Ricky. <laughs> Sorry, Clementine, I just threw out my last condom. Can't wear one of these. Ah, uh, jeez, uh, uh, well, well. What are you going to do? Only one thing we can do now is just, just not use them. You were thinking about going on birth control next week, right? Well, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. Hello, Margaret, Clementine said with a... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've I've used plenty of condoms up to this point. I think they kind of have a residual effect. Hello, Margaret, Clementine said with a gentle voice. Hello, like Clem. That. Because it's Clem now, right? Margaret, she's so wrapped up about this. It's Margaret Clem, asked, right, you <laughs> hussy? <laughs> what, was M in time not good enough for you? What's going I on? Guess, I guess he's saying your name too much. doesn't have time to say in time. <laughs> what, do you just want me to call you C from now on? What's, you what's, would. <laughs> what's going on with you, Ricky asked, wondering why she was acting this weird. I will tell you what's going on as soon as we have time to talk privately, she said while she looked at Clementine. Clementine <laughs> stood Creepy. Up. Well... I guess I'll be going now, she said. I think you want to first button your shirt, Clem, Margaret said. Margaret oh, oh, Cle- oh, God. oh, my Cle- God. Clementine so, so looked sorry. down. She started blushing, and she buttoned her shirt. Clementine has done nothing wrong, by the way. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. Nope. It's just Ricky. I don't know why so much Clementine hate. Clementine looked down, she started blushing, and she buttoned I mean, her shirt. yeah, you do. I do. It's without a Raimi saying, fic. Yeah. Without saying anything, she left Ricky's apartment. As soon as she got out of the door, Margaret sat down on Ricky's couch inside. Where's John? She asked, curious. Right, Ricky sat next to her. He's at the nursery for today because, you know, I had to go to class today. What time is it? Margaret uh, frowned. I mean, they just had dinner. I know, right? <laughs> Did he leave? He was like, well, uh, Clementine's got her shirt half unbuttoned, so I guess John can stay at the daycare overnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, the idea of John just left at the nursery. No, there. He's like, Daddy, I'm all, it's okay, I'll T-pose all night. Or, sorry, sorry, Dad, I'll just, uh... <laughs> poor John. Oh, poor boy. Oh my god. Margaret frowned. And that's it, what you did for today? And that's it, what you- No, that's right. I, that's just yeah. the sentence. She asked. Ricky nodded. You know that I heard two of you giggling right before I knocked on the door. And okay, I'm was, sorry. You got me. I went to I was, class and I giggled. We were watching a Jim Gaffigan comedy special on Netflix.com. We were watching Jeff Dunham talking <laughs> to myself or whatever it's called. He was doing the most new and fresh stand-up about Hot Pockets. It just made me raffle mal. Um, and her blouse was half un- her blouse was half unbuttoned. And not to oh. mention the fact that <laughs> yep. I see condoms right there. She pointed to the box of condoms lying on the floor with the brand name facing the camera. <laughs> okay... You got me. 
I had sex, Ricky said. Margaret shook her head. She felt disappointed in him. No, you didn't. Oh, sorry. You had sex with Clementine while Amy is having a hard time in New York with her pregnancy. And with the fact that she can't see John. And also with Anne being there. That's not really the issue. (laughs) And also with Anne being there for three months without seeing her son. That's not the problem with Ricky having sex with Clementine right now. You're, this is the same thing with, uh, remember when, when Adrian had her little problem and Amy, everyone was like, Amy, you can't move in with Ricky while Adrian is sad because her baby died? They were like, well, no, but that's, those two things are completely unrelated. And those, right. Except this time there's, it's, it's unrelated because there's an even bigger problem that, that is happening with Ricky that is more that, related. That Clementine doesn't know that Amy is pregnant with Ricky's baby. God. <laughs> Well, she doesn't deserve to know. Clem. Oh, wow. What a beer. Um, let's see. Ricky looked, Ricky's look changed. He, he's he, wearing he a different s- outfit. He slid, his, he slid his hand down across his face and he was, he was frowning. He collected enough star fragments to craft a wand and now he can change his outfit whenever he wants. He didn't expect it that his mother knew about the situation. How did you know? He asked. How do I know everything? She asked. It doesn't matter who told me. So Amy me. told Madison, yeah. and Madison <laughs> told you, Jack, and up. Jack was talking to Ben, and Ben was talking to Chloe. Oh, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is Margaret who's saying this. It doesn't matter who told me. What matters is that I'm disappointed in you for cheating on Clementine, for getting Amy pregnant again, and for not standing up. Ricky stood uh, up. Ac- actually, I, I was standing up, uh, just before you arrived at VA. I am fully saying. erect. Ricky stood up. It's not that I don't want to stand up, See? It's just so it's, complicated. It's, it's in Ricky's side. No, I know. That's I was making a joke, Sam. Oh, okay. It, it would have been much funnier if it had said that. I'm sorry. Ricky sighed. It's not that I don't want to stand up. It's just so complicated. I don't know how to move the muscles in my legs and the bones <laughs> and joints. I, I I started thinking about it, and now I'm too conscious of yeah. the fact that I I'm like I'm trying to like I'm trying like, to move. You ever each, like think like, about how like you ever like think about how weird it is that we just know how to breathe? It's if like, I have to contract the muscles in my knee, like okay, oh. like, ugh. and then I have to oh Jesus, oh Christ. God, I used to. <laughs> you created the complicated part, and now it will continue until you do something about it. Why on earth did you sleep with Amy? Margaret asked. Ricky shook his head. I don't really know. It's just that when I saw her for the first time again, I felt connected again, and we talked and decided to become friends until it happened. (gasps) And I I feel guilty about everything I did and also for playing with her feelings, he said. Margaret looked confused. Playing with her feelings? I thought you had a a little adventure again together. Vamanos! (laughs) I thought you played Skyrim on the the Xbox 360 with her. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I mean? A one night... (laughs) A one night stand. Many are I, saying. I, I don't know what Margaret's getting at right now. Let me read that line one again. Playing with her feelings, I, I thought, thought you were you fucking a, her. I thought you had a little adventure together. You know what I mean? How can I say it? I'm a little embarrassed to say it. A one night stand. Ricky asked. Ricky looked into Margaret's eyes. You know I'm have. I have trouble standing, Margaret. So you talked to George. He asked. I should have known. Margaret nodded. Yes, George invited me, Shaker, and your mother, Nora. Oh, yeah, her. To talk about everything. You haven't told us. Nora? She knows too, he asked, hoping Margaret would say that Nora didn't know anything about it. Now, finally, at long last, we have uh, comments. We've gone this entire chapter without any comments. 
Uh, it's Bianca Crawford says, let me make it easy for you. You still love her. Magic of Essence says, if he still loves her, he still has to realize it because he might be denying it. And it's Bianca Crawford says, grr, nobody ever listens to me. Brianna Rose 5 says, the two of them belong together. She should have married him. She was begging him for an engagement ring and she called off the wedding. He still loves her and she still loves him. Eh. She hasn't ever had sex with anyone else. She said, well, she had sex twice with Ben. Uh, she said she was afraid of getting married because she didn't want to end up like her parents. And what is, uh, let's see what uh, Magic of Essence Emma Laffley, oh. Oh. Emma Laffley says, I rewatched the show a lot, clearly, because you're commenting on this fan fiction like two years after it was written. Uh, I'll have to keep an eye out for Emma Laffley because I know we've seen them in here before, but I don't remember them being such a late reader. Um, which which makes me suspect that if I'm right, they are coming back to comment on this like a long time later, which is a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma Laffley says, I rewatch the show a lot and every time I'm devastates at the ending. I wish they would make a remake of the show or continue it with a happy ending. We need closure. Secret Life of the American Teenager Fatherhood coming soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get it. It would be funnier if I had said motherhood, but it is really a show about Ricky, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it here. Margaret nodded. Yes, she knows, and she has every right to know it. Ricky looked down. And to answer your... Oh, sorry, this is Ricky. And to answer your first question, yeah, I had a one-night stand with Amy and she got pregnant, but it wasn't a little adventure. It was unplanned. You have to... The first thing about adventures is you gotta plan them. Yeah. You gotta gotta buy cargo, Mm -hmm. torches, and ropes and stuff. You've gotta buy a canister of bacon and coffee to trade at Fort Hood. You've gotta buy rifle ammo. You've gotta get uh your tourniquets for in case you get a snake bite margaret shook her head ricky you're terrible at oregon trail you fucking idiot unplanned or not look i'm gonna take you to the grave of pepperoni and cheese to pay your respects ricky unplanned or not (laughs) this is the stupidest thing i'm ever going to say but it did it did come into my brain so i am going to say it here lies unplannedy pepperoni and cheese Anyway, That's moving on. This episode. Unplanned, <laughs> unplanned or not, Amy's pregnant now with your child. And why did you do it, even if it was unplanned? What made you do it? Ricky sighed. <sighs> he just had I a boner, Mark. He just had a boner. He was I horny. I slept with her because it was like, like, we needed each other. Stop, Ricky. He finally you were said. Horny. Margaret seemed to be confused. Needed each other? She asked. Ricky nodded. It was a moment of weakness to me. I just wanted to feel like I didn't lose my little family I created. Oh my god! Margaret felt compassion. No! You Ricky, never lost okay, your okay, family. okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Margaret's here. She's like, Ricky, I can't believe you do this to Amy. What a horrible thing you've done. You cheated on Clementine. You made Amy pregnant. Her whole life's fucked up now. And then he's like, mm, sensitive. I'm making man pain face. It was. I was weak, and I just... And Margaret's like, no, no. Ricky, no, it was... You're right, it was Amy's fault. You never lost your family. Ethan's still back at home if you want to hang out with him. Who? That's okay. Everything's still the same. (laughs) They're calling him Sir not appearing in this fanfic. The only thing that changed is that you and Amy split up. 
I'm I'm very curious to see if Ethan and Kathy are in this because no. almost all of the time they do not appear in fan fiction. I mean, allegedly they're she's gonna they're gonna show up in uh, the pregnancy pact rewrite that we're. Did reading. it say Ethan would? I think it just said that Kathy was in it. Oh, you're right. Anyway, that's that's a story for another day. Uh, 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 uh where was we? Everything's still the same. The only thing that changed is that you and Amy split up. Ricky looked at Margaret. And not to forget that Amy's pregnant again. <laughs> just just for the record. Margaret Many nodded. Many people are saying. Look, Ricky, I think it's wrong to cheat on Clementine and keep dating her or do what you're doing with her. Sex. She, she means sex. She's talking about sex. What is that? S- sex. While Amy is going through a lot in New York right now, and you must tell Clementine before she will fall in love with you before you break her heart. Okay. I Ricky I, nodded. That's a good sentence. I guess it's a little bit late for that. She told me today that she's in love with me and that she never wants to lose me. Off screen. Margaret took Ricky's hand. Son, I don't know what will happen between you, Clementine, and... Dot, dot, dot. Amy. Uh, Oh, I was, I was, I was trying to figure out Henry, maybe, or um. But don't let this turn into a hate triangle or oh. even a lifetime of war. <laughs> even a lifetime that, of war. Uh, it's just like that, fu- that funny Homestuck thing that we all love. What? Yeah. Oh, the first part. Yeah. I, mean, I thought you meant how I was uh, at war with all Homestuck fans for my, for the rest of my lifetime. I mean, that is your eternal punishment. For? For, not punishment, sorry, it's your eternal, like, reward. Your eternal, yeah, your eternal reward. Especially between you and Amy. Ricky stood up. Oh, there he goes. I did it! All right, it. well, that's, I, I guess it. that's the end of the fan oh, fiction. I did it! Uh, that Margaret, we, look. That's the climax. Everything is resolved now. I can finally uh, go get John as soon as I have sex. Yeah, so there's a there's a little more, but I, I mean, you could take it. I, yeah, sure. I, mean, I, I assume now that Ricky stood up, I, I, mean, you have I to assume, assume the rest of this uh, is just kind of whatever. Uh, just assume that this entire time Ricky is celebrating by doing Happy Prospector Dance. <laughs> On the day that Anne decided to go to New York, I for Amy, I found a letter in the living room. Yeah! <laughs> he walked to his he uh sorry, he danced to his bookshelf and reached for a letter that was lying underneath a book. What kind of letter, Margaret asked. Let's just say it had that it has it all It doesn't of, matter <laughs> that it has all of Amy's frustrations written on, on written on it, and then he shows the letter and it says all of Amy's frustrations. Haha. And on the other side there's a note. <laughs> he walked to Margaret, he danced to Margaret and gave her the letter. She read it and she could feel the pain that Amy was feeling. Ow, she ow, felt ow, she ow. felt so sorry for Amy. On the like John Jacobson bug sting index, this is a five. It seems it's <laughs> she read it and in that moment she and Amy were piloting a Jaeger together. <laughs> They're drift compatible? It seems like she has lots of regrets about everything involved. Not, in not you. only are they drift compatible, though they are drifting. Yeah, I mean, duh. And and their Jaeger, John. <laughs> that Jaeger's that, name. He is that John Jergens. He is he is that large. She said while she gave the letter back to Ricky. But on the other hand, it also seems that she wants you to fight for her and not for Clementine. 
Ricky brushed his hand through George Jerkins' long, luxurious hair. <laughs> I wish I Thanks, had George. You can go now. Bye! It does, Thanks for I, your help. I don't know what I've done, Mom. I've created a mess. Margaret nodded and stood up. Look, I can do it, too. It looks like Amy's falling in love with you. What? And Clementine is already uh-huh. in love with uh, you. Oh, she's basically... Okay, I forgot... You know, I kudos to Magic of Essence for not including the letter this time, because last time she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, apparently, I need it, because I forgot that the letter... Well, we are reading one that. We are reading one a week and, you know, talking about video games for four hours later. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Ricky looked down. What can I do to fix all of this? Margaret put her hand on his shoulder. How are you? I suggest, I suggest that you choose, she's talking in Ricky voice to connect with him. Uh-huh. I suggest you choose to with your heart this time and not with your raging ball sack. Full of uh, we have a, we have a couple comments on that line. Uh, Andy Tastic says, best advice ever given. It's Bianca Crawford says, her and Liz Hemmings slay my existence. Who the hell oh. is that? I like these comments that just say, Amy, Amy. Who the fuck is Liz Hemmings? You know, well, everyone knows Liz Hemmings from fourth grade English. I, now, I think Liz Hemmings is the mother okay. of uh, the, are, are the guys in Five Seconds of Summer like brothers? What the fuck is Five Seconds of Summer? It's a band. That is what Amino Apps. Okay, no, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Luke Hemmings is okay. the lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist from Five Seconds of Summer. Okay. And apparently, for, for whatever reason, their, his mom, Liz Hemmings, is like, <laughs> like, uh, known to the fandom. Like, people, people, she's like epic and they love her. Does she does she do like a a cool like um? My oh, face? I'm okay. So I'm on this amino apps uh, dot com uh, URL. Yeah, uh, where someone I don't I don't fucking understand how amino amino works, but it looks like this is a thread or something about Liz Hemmings. Uh, it and it says uh, very supportive of Luke and his success. She has social media. Uh, where sometimes she likes to embarrass Luke and update us on the band lovingly. Uh, so she, here we go, for example, at Liz Hem 65 tweets, at Luke 5SOS, sweetie, do you remember when we went to the dentist and you were so scared you did a poo-poo in your panties? So that's Liz Hemmings. My face, my um, face one, my face one. Luke Hemming does a poo-poo in his panties. I guess it's Bianca Crawford is just thinking about, uh, Epic moms, uh, Margaret and Liz Hemmings, the mother of someone from a band. All right, this next chapter is also so quite that large. that was that was a lot. I don't really know what just happened. This next chapter is quite big, large. So let's let's push on. Yes, on it with, all with video new game Secret Life of the American Teenager, Episode Twenty One: The Perks of Being a Student. In our family portrait, we look pretty happy. Let's play pretend. Let's act like it comes naturally. The picture is of of Amy, Ricky, and John, or maybe now Shailene that sounds Woodley. like lyrics. Uh, it sh- sure does. Um, and there are some that lyrics sounds the- that sounds. If I scroll down, it like sounds that's like it's the, the lyrics, lyrics of Family Pink. Portrait by Pink. Now I can't wait to have to tackle that one because it is my turn. 
Oh, um, oh, good. So while you're reading, I'll pull that up later. Let's start. Let's just push on. Okay. Dear, Dear Di- Diary. Oh, wait. Did I finish reading or did you, you finish? You finished the last one. Okay. Dear Diary, it's Monday. It's been two weeks since my mom came to New York. I really appreciate her help and everything she's doing for me. Today, I reached my 15th week of pregnancy. My feet are a little swollen, and I also have back pains. I can't stand the smell of coffee, and I obviously gained weight. Oh, I love the way you eat it, my little Amy. My big Amy. My belly is bigger, Ben. Wow. I do feel... (laughs) Please don't make this be me narrating this to Ben. Yeah. Tell me more. Actually, no. Please, please do make it that. Yeah. I do feel a lot better now, and I'm actually accepting my pregnancy. So, so am I. I was afraid that I couldn't do this alone without a guy standing oh, behind, beside oh, me, news. or holding my hand, or good hiding behind Amy. my curtains. No. But I can do it alone without yeah. a guy, without Ricky, With because ben. I have Ben hiding yeah. behind my curtains. I'm in your closet right now. I just started taking my vitamins. I am pretty late. I should have taken them like two months ago or something. The doctor got pretty mad at me for not taking my vitamins. And for showing me your stomach. When I was pregnant with John, I didn't really take any vitamins, so I don't know why it's such a big deal right now. My mom is my savior. She helped me so much. I'm happy that she came here. I don't know what I would do without her. You'd fuck and me, I- Ben. Ben. And I already found a college close to home in California at they University of California? Five Miles Away. Damn. I won't no. be going to Ricky's college, though. No. Which is University go- of Five yeah. Minutes Away. Yeah, you're right. Because I don't want to see him with Clementine acting like nothing's going on. I honestly feel sorry for her. Or at least, I try to. It's the first time in this fan fiction that anyone's felt sorry for Clementine. <laughs> that was a reference for Jordan. I honestly, and, and you didn't appreciate it at all. I honestly feel sorry for her. Oh, is that an F? Oh my god, Sam. You can't reference things that obscure. Because she's dating an unfaithful guy. She deserves better. And so do I. I haven't heard from him in a while. Nora and Margaret called me to congratulate me, and Margaret told me that everything will be just fine. I asked her where Shaker was, but she said that he's at some kind of medical conference? (laughs) He's at a medical conference upstate in the sky. I like that he he can't even be part of the phone call that happens uh, outside of the text. Don't worry, Amy. He's got plenty of room to run around and ride around on his (laughs) big funny elephant. His big funny racist elephant. Nora told me that Ricky needs to grow up. She's right. He does need to grow up. I appreciate him taking care of John, but on the other hand, he has to. He's his father. Nothing to say about that one, Ben? Uh, I mean, I, I, Ricky, I, I think you'll all have you know that I, I've been raising Amy's son. Thank you. And here I am again. I started writing about my pregnancy, and now I'm talking about him again. Yeah, I can't wait to read this later when I hack your real-life diary. Amy put her pen down. It was 8.05 a.m. She had to go to class. No one knew she was pregnant. The only two people in her school that knew were Ben, who, yeah. reminder, does go to her That's school. I go, I go here. And Mrs. Miller, who is not Henry's mom, no. but is played by, uh, oh god, who was it? I, I, I forgot to mention last time she appeared that she is played by somebody, according to the cast list. It's Beyonce. someone It's someone famous. Julianne yeah. Moore. Nice. Good. That's great, great uh, career step up to play Miss Miller. Uh oh, the cops are coming for Ben. Yeah, I hear it. I I could hear it. Uh, See you later, boys! (laughs) Take me away, boys! 
She didn't want it to tell people. She was already showing a little bit, so she hid her belly behind oversized scarves. I mean, yeah, sweaters. Yeah, oh, oh man. Uh, you can take it here. Amy, you'll be late. What should I uh, should I bring you today? A- Anne asked while she was making breakfast. Blueberry pancakes, do you think this means anything? Wow, I wonder if that means anything. No, Mom, I'm fine, Amy said. Amy walked into the kitchen and made herself lunch. She put the lunchbox in her bag and walked out in a hurry out of the kitchen. What was the lunch? Don't forget to take your vitamins, Anne said. I already took them like an hour ago, a- Amy shouted from the living room. Amy walked to the bathroom where she looked at her reflection in the mirror. It co- it's the strangest thing. It looks like I can see Ben's face very faintly through this mirror. Huh. She was looking down at her stomach to see if she showed. She felt insecure about this, and she was afraid if Ben might find out her, her find figure her pregnancy out. <laughs> well, Mom, right. Amy shouted. Anne ran worried into the bathroom. She thought something had happened. What, are you okay? Amy nodded. Yes, I just wanted to ask you if I'm showing. She looked at Amy's stomach. She shook her head. You can't tell that you're pregnant, but Amy, you don't need to hide your belly. Yeah, Amy sorry. looked Amy yeah, looked yeah, back at yeah, Ben's don't, reflection. Yeah, don't worry about that, Amy. <laughs> yes, I need to hide it. I really don't want no, to make a please. scene at no. school. <laughs> no, you can make a scene, Amy. Come on. <laughs> okay, but you won't be staying here there forever, so making a scene uh, or not doesn't really matter, That's Anne said uncertainly. Amy nodded. I know. But I don't want people to know. Don't want them to think I'm some uh, some skank or something. Anne shook her head. You're not a skank. You're, You're not a, per- a skank. And I hate it when people say the word skank yeah, or, or bitch, bitch or hoe. Good old Brenda. Ah, Brenda. Ah, you you little scamp. <laughs> you are a brave, independent young mother. You should be proud of yourself for taking matters into your own hands. Amy smiled. Thanks, Mom. Anne turned around. Yes, she just walked. Right. She. Just- Anne turned around. She just wanted to walk out of the bathroom until Amy stopped her. Mom, I actually have a question. Oh, oh God, they're after me again. (laughs) See you later, boys. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the sirens are back. Not Um, this time. Oh, okay. Well, that just made me sound a little strange. Um, just, just a (laughs) things on Jurgenit are always just a little little off kilter. Um, Mom, I actually have a question, she asked. Anne turned back around and faced her daughter. Why do I need to take these vitamins? Amy asked. Well, vitamins are very important while you're pregnant, Anne said. Especially in these in times like this, since you're under a lot of pressure with everything going on, and you need to stay healthy, and those vitamins help you to remain healthy throughout your pregnancy. And it's also a good thing for the baby, because if you're healthy, the baby is healthy. Remember in, like, season one, when it started out where Amy's like, I'm eating ten chocolate bars and Taco Baco every day, and then at the end she was, like, smiling serenely, like, one kale, please, and give me my vitamins. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Today, I think I'll only eat vitamins. <laughs> How many calories for my daily vitamins? And smile. Just, sit, just sitting down with like a fucking 16 ounce vitamin on her plate. Just cutting it apart with a knife and a fork. Wow. These gummies, these vitamin gummies sure are filling. And smiled and put her hand on you know that You know those giant, like, six-pound gummy bears? Oh, yeah, it's just one of those, but it's shaped like, you know, Fred Flintstone, and it's packed with vitamin C and D and yeah. E, and yeah. all the other letters of the alphabet. I don't need and to ben, do it And Ben watches you eat the whole thing. Oh, wow. I love to watch you eat, Amy. Especially Amy's- when it's prenatal vitamins. <laughs> Amy, uh, I, I've heard that the church has nothing wrong with prenatal sex. 
Amy smiled I, back. I thought watching you eat was good when it was food, but when it's directly related to your pregnancy, <gasps> it's even better, Amy. Oh my god. Amy smiled back. For a moment, she forgot her pro- problems. She looked at her watch. And then she saw Ben. <laughs> she looked at her watch. I'm running late, Mom. I really need to get going. All right. Here, I can drive you. Dash, dash, dash. You take it. Take it away. Amy arrived at Hudson University. She couldn't believe that her New York dream would be over soon. I don't know why not. That's how it always goes. (laughs) One quick montage of kids and time to leave. That's it. In two months, to be exact. Amy was walking to her first class when she saw Ben watching her. (laughs) She tried to ignore him and passed him on her way to class. She could feel Ben's eyes falling Oh, God! (laughs) When wow, she got that, into her is classroom, it mere, is that painting have shifty eyes? <laughs> when she got into her classroom, she walked to the back of the room and sat down at her desk. Her teacher was teaching the students. Oh, interesting. The students were being studented by the teacher, but his eyes kept following Amy. He seemed to be angry. Oh, you better you better nail this one. Where did you come from? Mr. Anderson asked Mr. with angrily Anderson. eyes. Mr. Anderson. I... Matrix voice. Matrix I, joke. Red I mean, Bill, I was trying Bill. I was trying to do the Neo voice for his... Oh, I see. I see. That your Keanu is... It needs some work. I know, it does. I, I've seen that movie once, and it was a long time ago. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. Uh, he kind of... He kind of... In my mind, he just sounds like Ricky, but less raspy. <laughs> oh! Where did you come from? Where did you, uh, Amy? I mean, uh, take the take the the red pill is prenatal vitamins and the blue yeah the pill. the famous the famous red pill speech that Neo gives yeah um well you know he he's yeah I I am late because I had something personal going on this morning Amy said convincingly Mr Anderson walked to Amy with his hands in his pockets. He's so cool. You're late every day, Miss Jurgens. Do you have an explanation for that? He asked angrily what, in a very world? good Keanu Reeves impression. What, what world? He has a. It's just like Dr. Dre. He has an outstanding Australian accent. Oh, um, that that's not Dr. Dre, but that that character is in this story. And just just hey, listeners, just you fucking wait until we get to the character with an outstanding Australian accent. Can you imagine a world where you're in a like a lecture at your university and the teacher just stops lecturing to to yell at a student for coming into the class a few minutes late? Yeah, that's how it usually works. Yeah. Amy didn't know what to answer. What could she answer? I'm late because I'm busy in the morning trying to hide my belly. Amy oh, looked don't away. Our beautiful baby. Well, Mr. Anderson asked, frowning. Explanation? And all of a sudden, Amy felt her stomach turn around. She felt dizzy and nauseous. She held her hand over her mouth and ran out of the classroom. She ran into Poop City. She tried to breathe and stay calm, but she had a feeling she had to throw up. She ran to a toilet and couldn't stop herself but puke in the toilet. She didn't understand where this was coming from. The sudden urge of throwing up. Could it have anything to do with the fact that she's pregnant? uh, a, a few months pregnant? A voice echoed through her head. Amy, I'm gonna raise you and Ricky's son. (laughs) <laughs> and it just kept coming. why am i feeling so sick oh of course well, it's because i remembered ben exists i love to watch you eat those wings amy but if the only thing better them, than that is watching you regurgitate are. them into the toilet if you eat that entire bottle of prenatal vitamins it, it's free 
She inhaled and exhaled. She closed her eyes for a couple of seconds and stood up. She flushed the toilet and walked into the hallway. When she wanted to walk back into her classroom, she could see Mrs. Miller from a distance. Amy walked to Mrs. Miller. Amy? Mrs. Miller asked, wondered. Shouldn't you be in class? Amy nodded, uncertain. I should, but I didn't feel so well. I threw up. Amy wiped an upcoming tear away. Pre- preemptively. <laughs> Coming soon to a tear Amy duct installed near a you. dam in her tear ducts. Mrs. Miller squeezed Amy's shoulder. You don't have to cry, Amy, she said in a voice that probably sounded like Julianne Moore. I don't know what her voice sounds like. I'm sorry, everyone. I think it sounds just like Keanu Reeves. Amy nodded. That's the thing. I am always crying. That's I'm my so secret tired cap. Of I'm always crying. <laughs> Sometimes I cry for a reason... And other times, like now, I cry for no reason at all. And I just started accepting my life how it's supposed to be. Supposed to be. But now I feel empty. And I can't take this anymore. Mrs. Miller interrupted her. Come, let's go to my office so that we can continue our conversation in there. Mrs. Miller and Amy walked to the office. Amy sat down on a chair. Mrs. Miller closed the door. She gave Amy a tissue and a glass of water. You're going to be all right, Amy, Mrs. Miller said, secure, <laughs> strapped in. <laughs> Lift lowers the bark. Click. While she sat down next to Amy, Amy shook her head. How am I going to be all right? I have a three and a half year old son. He's stuck at daycare. My my ex won't pick him up. <laughs> I have a three I, and a half year old son and I, I haven't heard it. Nobody's seen him in weeks. Uh, I'm still here. I'm four months pregnant, and my ex slash my ex slash <laughs> from oh from shit! Guns. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, the guitarist. Damn, Amy. Amy's really been uh, yeah fucking getting around in New York. Yeah, seriously. The father of my son, an unborn baby, refuses to talk to me. I can't take it anymore. Mrs. Miller looked into Amy's eyes. You're going to be all right because I was just like you, she said. Amy looked confused. What do you mean? Mrs. Miller looked down and sighed. I was also a teen mom. I married the wrong guy. I also had a second child within three years. And I, ooh, and I aborted my third pregnancy. And seeing you, it disgusts that, me. That's, <laughs> that is uh, just, I mean, yeah, you really were just like Amy. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Quite a few points in, in that bucket. And that's why I have to send you away. That's why I can't allow you to remain here. Because there can be only one. <laughs> Amy looked shocked and confused. She knew that Mrs. Miller had a daughter, but she didn't know the rest of it. What? Amy asked. Look, what I'm about to tell you has to stay between the two of us. Amy nodded. Mrs. Miller uh, lowered the cone of silence and looked at Amy. When I was 17 years old, I met a sweet guy. Oh, so, so she's actually not anything like Amy. No, no. <laughs> I met a, a dirtbag. We started dating quickly, and not even two months later, I found out I was having his baby. Months went by. <laughs> about approximately seven months went by and our daughter was born she was the cutest baby ever she looked just like me she had these pretty blue eyes but after she was born (laughs) okay get over yourself (laughs) she was she looked just like me the most beautiful person i've ever seen but after she was born my fairy tale i had in mind changed i thought you were my fairy tale He asked me to marry him so that we could be a real family. I accepted the proposal, and I married him a year after our daughter was born. When I graduated high school, I wanted to get out of our marriage because I wanted to go to college, and I tried to get out of my marriage by applying to a college here in New York. 
I got in, but I felt sorry for my husband afterwards. <laughs> he had afterwards. Ugh. Oh, no. Talk to your doctor. Ugh, fellas, <laughs> if you got a case of the afterwards, you know. Hi, the afterwards. I'm Steve Sharippa, and I have afterwards. I'm, I'm advertising Cinco My Egg. Have we ever talked about that on uh, on? I this don't part? know if we've talked about Steve Sharippa appearing in a Tim and Eric sketch called My Eggs. Because he Feel was free nice... to look it up. It's kind of gross. Kind of is is uh, is not really the word I would use to describe it. I mean, if you want to see Steve Sharippa having lay... laying some <laughs> eggs into a toilet, maybe I'm a tube man. Because he was a nice guy, I told him. We should try to have a long-distance relationship. He agreed to my request, and then I left my daughter and husband with permission by him. But the point is that I left him them just to go to college. I was one month into college. I, I was so happy. It felt like I won the lottery or something. Wow, I can't believe I got into Hope's Peak University. And and that is what is that? What? Huh? Is that something? Duncan Rapa. Oh, of course. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, it's not the, it's not the medical school from Trauma Center. <laughs> and then I found out I was pregnant again by my husband. So after thinking and trying to figure things out, I decided to keep the baby and I went back home because I had to make a choice, college or my baby. And I chose my baby. And, but when I got home, I was back to where I was married, a mother and pregnant. I didn't want any of that, but, but before I could even think about it or accept my pregnancy, I gave birth and had a son. So I wanted to make sure that you were in the same situation. Exactly, by by sending you to go home so you could be like, you're just <laughs> and now, like me. And now I'm a bitter old woman, <laughs> and I'm going to make sure that you suffer the same fate. She's like, you, you're, ju- you're just like me, therefore you must become and it, me. And it really pisses me off. <laughs> You will fill my shoes. You will kill me and become me, Amy. If I had to go through this, then so will every other young woman. (laughs) She sighed and wiped a tear away. Two months after my baby was born, I got back into college and finished college. I never saw my children again. I left them for my career, for my future. I was selfish. Wow, she really said... Wait, 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 so the problem... (laughs) The problem is that... The problem wasn't that she couldn't follow her dreams with college. The problem is that she tried to do that. Yeah, she was selfish. Mrs. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that the emotional emotional climax of that story... Was when she said, when I got home, I was back to where I was. I didn't want any of that. No, I wanted to go to college. She's happy that she was back to where she was. <laughs> she wishes she had always... Uh, oh, and then a uh, comment here, uh, written by Brenda Hampton. I didn't this want is... any of that, but before I could even think about it or accept my pregnancy, I gave birth and had a son. And it turns out that actually was where I should have been. That was perfect. Here, you take it uh, from now until the part where I, I'll, I'll step in. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the Discord where Val has said, re my eggs. I'll yoka you, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, Val. Great job, Val. Uh, Mrs. Miller sighed and looked down. It was my final year in college, and my divorce papers were finally set and signed. So I was finally divorced and out of my marriage like I wanted since I was 18. To celebrate 18. my divorce, I went to a party with college friends of mine. At pajamas. I got drunk at that party. Probably for the first time. Wow. <laughs> probably. I don't probably. know. I don't it's only my memory. How the yeah. fuck would I know? And then, I slept with a random guy I met at the party. Soon after that, I found out I was pregnant for the third time. Without thinking about my unborn baby and its life, 
I was only thinking about my college life, my career, and just my own life. I went to a clinic and had an abortion. Mrs. Miller sighed and looked into Amy's eyes. I I gotta say, it sounds like the thing that you regret is not uh, anything relevant to Amy. Because it sounds like the thing that you regret is getting pregnant by a stranger at a party. It sure seems like it. Hmm. Oh, well, hmm. Mrs. Miller sighed and looked into Amy's eyes. She didn't know if she told Amy too much, but she felt relieved that she could finally say the words out loud. Apparently, this is the first time she's ever told anyone this. Amy was speechless. And you never saw your kids ever again? She asked. Mrs. Miller shook her head. My daughter is 18 now, and my son is 16. Every year on their birthdays, I send them a gift, but they return it to me unopened. Every year, again and again, she sighed. I guess I deserved it after all the things I did. Mrs. Miller tried to smile, but she couldn't. She was weighted down with George Jurgens's hair. That's why I don't allow pregnant students in our school. Oh my god! Not because Mrs. they Miller. give this school a bad name, no. but because I want to give them a chance to be with their kids. No, stop! Mrs. Miller wiped a tear away as she was fired. I'm giving you until you're six months pregnant because I felt compassion for you and your situation. You remind me of me, and I want you to be there for your kids. I want you to be a mommy, and not just a mother. <laughs> what <laughs> Uh, can I just say, uh, secret villain of the fanfiction, by the way. Yeah, what a twist. I mean, I already thought, uh, Julianne Moore was evil for telling Amy that she would, uh, have to transfer schools after but six months. But I thought that months. was, like, I thought that was, like, the school's decision, but no, this is just, who is Mrs., who are you? We, we literally don't even know what her job is at the university. No, she doesn't work here, she's just, like... This is, I don't she's, know, getting, She's like, the ghost of pregnancy's past. I'm getting, like, Disney cartoon villain vibes from Mrs. Miller. <laughs> like, she's- Amy, like, tr- Amy yeah. comes back to, to Hudson some years later, and she's like, does Mrs. Miller still work here? And they're just Mrs. like- Mrs. Miller died 20 years ago. Mrs. Miller has never worked here. There's no one here named Mrs. Miller. <laughs> There's no one here named Mrs. Miller, and there never has been, and there never will be, because Mrs. Miller isn't a name. That's <laughs> impossible. That's a- it's actually a title. It's bestowed It's, it's upon illegal to be named Mrs. Miller. <laughs> the governor of New York City said so. Uh, Amy nodded. Oh, sorry. And not just a mother. I want you to have something I never had a chance to embrace. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did. Amy nodded for some reason and smiled for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. 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 This is a great yeah. idea. Thanks. Great. This is a great. Cool. I, I, I understand it now. That's great. I'm I'm really psyched to be getting expelled from college because of your okay, past. Okay, read this, read this next line because this is interesting. Look at me now. I have a car rear. Wow. I went to college. Great. I, I had the college life I always wanted. Good for you. But there's a big part of me that's missing. Oh. Yes, I'm married. But I do feel empty. We don't have any kids together because he doesn't want children. Being married now makes me realize how many things I lost in my life. I have two kids and they don't speak to me. My ex-husband is remarried and happy. And I'm all alone without Nobody a real family. Me. Just because I wanted to be independent so badly. Wow, this really is a worthy Secret Life uh, Season 6, isn't it? And that's why I'm kicking you out of college. Yeah, I'm making this decision for you, Amy. Mrs. Miller shook her head. 
don't make the same mistakes I did, Amy, because you're not allowed to, so you no. can't. Amy wiped a tear away as she began uh, uh, looking for a lawyer. I don't know. I changed my mind. Thank you, Mrs. Miller. Thank you for making me realize oh everything God. and for helping me. Oh and I'm God. sorry for everything you had to go through. I'm sorry for being so selfish for wanting to go to college. Mrs. Miller smiled. Serenely. Just promise me that when you're back home and, you, and your baby is born, you will make a beautiful family picture with your son, your newborn baby, and your ex-fiance. You have to get together with your ex-fiance who cheated on his girlfriend with you. You have to. Amy smiled and looked into Mil- Mrs. Miller's eyes. I promise, she said, sincere. And with that, Mrs. Miller vanished. (laughs) Amy blinked her eyes twice and she was looking at a mirror. Now, would you like to perform for us? I would love to. A little bit of Family Portrait Uh, by Pink. uh, Yes. Uh, I don't know what you're re- reacting to right oh, now. Oh, it's a song. Oh. Oh. Wait. Yeah. Well, just do the fucking part that's... I'm doing it. It's coming up. Mama, please stop crying. I can't stand the sound. Your pain is painful, and it's tearing me down. Damn. I hear glasses breaking as I sit up in my bed. I told you you didn't those nasty things you said i told dad you fight about wait what's this there's more to this song than than the Uh uh-oh uh-oh where's the wait where's the rest of the song whatever fuck it that's it just 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 read the rest and i'll the song is no longer playing the song is no longer playing just read the rest okay uh in our, uh, I told Dad you didn't mean those nasty things you said. In our family portrait, we look pretty happy. Let's play pretend. Let's act like it comes naturally. Family, family portrait, portrait by Pink. By Pink. When life is fast but your laptop's slow, don't get mad. Get ammed. <laughs> don't get <laughs> mad. Says, get angry. It says, don't get M-A-D. Get A-M-D. Speed things That's up pretty good because it also, A-M-D also rhymes with angry, kind of. It does. Uh, and o- rise o- yeah. O-Case says, one of my favorite songs at the end. Sad mm. moments in this chapter. Magic Weston says, yes. The song has deep meaning behind it, and I love it. And I, sorry I, for the sad moments. Drama and love are what make my story a story. I don't want to give any discredit to uh, her, her songs, her writing. You know, she's a mom. I respect that. I don't think this song has a very deep... Uh, extra meaning. I think it's really, really abundantly obvious what it's about. Not that that's a problem. Like it's, it's, it's a song about a thing. I just, I don't think that there's like subtle undertones about what this song is about. Well, they didn't say that it had an obscure meaning, just a deep one. Well, it has a deep meaning behind it. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. And you love right. it. I do love it. And you're sorry for the sad moments. <laughs> At least I personally, to my listeners, Jordan, and our friends, can you fucking apologize I'm to our sorry. listeners? <laughs> I'm sorry. Drama and love are what makes my stories, and I apologize. And? And I'm sorry for the sad moments. And? And, uh, drama and love are what make my story a story, smiley face. And? And I'm sorry for ever talking about one video game, even though it is Sam's fault. Um, And? Okai says, agreed, I wish I could write as well as you. Mmm, three-face. 
Oh, Magic Vesta says, thank you for the nice compliment. Just start writing and never stop writing. Every story is good and unique in its own way. Check this one out. Say Hall 2015 says, so good. Please update soon. And then Magic so Vesta says... Magic Investment says, thank you for your kind words, smiley face. I'm currently writing episode 22. Now, what's really weird is that Say Hall 2015 didn't then immediately say, uh, where's episode 22? It's been uh, 20 Hey, minutes. you said you were currently writing episode 22. Can we talk about the fact that that last episode was like Mondo length? Like the one that we just read that Say Hall 2015 was complete. Like, where is it? That was like huge. It was so long. And yeah. He, yeah. That fuck you, Say Hall 2015. Be grateful that that Say uh, Hall. If you're listening to this, which you definitely are, which you definitely are, because you love this fic. Why? Why wouldn't you? This one, I like. Dispaleon uh, says this book is amazing, and I think that's great that that uh, Dispaleon is is seeing this as a book, which it is. This is a real. I believe I believe Wattpad does or used to actually refer to its fan fictions as books. This is book length. I it mean, really is. if there's if one could... thing you can say about this fan fiction, it is that it's long. It's quite long. I would buy a bound copy of this if it was available. Great. I'm going to hold you to that. I would. I'm going to I'm going to make one cheaply and the price is going to be five hundred dollars. I mean, I'd have no choice, but I, I, I would appreciate having this on my shelf. Like I do have the secret diary of Ashley Jurgens on my shelf still. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Mine is somewhere in my closet, but I I, do still have it. One day when I'm like, like way older, I'll be going through my stuff and I'll find that book and I'll have dropped out of college and I'll have made the decision to, to have two kids and be happy about it instead of having a career. And I'll look at that book and I'll say, I'll say, wow, I completely forgot. I, uh, I miss my brother who died in that horrible, horrible accident. Uh huh. That that was what a shame that died. You can't say, you can't say our secret other brother's name. Yes, on the I can. We've said it before. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I've said it, and you've gotten mad at me for saying it. Yeah, it's supposed to be a mystery for our our friends. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> a mystery for for our listeners to solve. Here, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep I'm gonna bleep his name, and if you can if you can it's solve the riddle of our brother's name. That's the, how you really unlock the true season six of Secret Life of the American Teenager. You want to, uh, you want to wrap our podcast up? Yes. Um, do we have any uh, questions on the Tumblr by any chance? We don't. Perfect. Well, then I guess that's, I guess that's that. Uh, in the future, we, we keep forgetting to ask. It's, it's hard to know how to, how to ask for questions these days since nobody knows what the fucking episode's going to be about. Um, but whatever. If you do want to ask us a question, it's jurganit.tumblr.com slash ask. You can follow us on Twitter at jurganit. I am at Stress. Jordan is at Rex. We have a Discord that you can join and chat with us about words and actions and verbs and nouns and all kinds of parts of speech. Um, what else? Uh, you, oh, you can find that link on any of our episode posts. You can listen to Jordan's Yakuza podcast, Like a Podcast. AKA podcast gotoku. That's twitter.com, by the way. If you want to find them on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash podcast G A G O T O K U. Hey, look, I did that on my first try and it was incredibly easy. How about that? Yakuzapod.com. This upcoming episode will be uh, specifically and explicitly about Pocket Circuit. So if you like hearing about Pocket Circuit or hate hearing about Pocket Circuit and want to hear us complain about it, 
then tune yes, in. feel free to go to yakuzapod.com to see the, the beautiful website that I made for Jordan because his was so fucking ugly. I, uh, you know, graphic design is not my passion. <laughs> now, to to be fair, the, the Pinecast default templates are hideous. They're horrible. What was the, fu- like, the default was, like, heavy metal font. It was, like, dark blue background with neon green text in heavy metal logo font. It was pretty epic. I don't know what the hell they were thinking with that. Uh, But I just made it look like Kiryu's funny suit. Anyway, um, what else do I say? You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash jurganit. One dollar gets you access to all of our bonus content, our secret diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings, our episode audio commentaries, our Circle Jurg series, our fan fiction readings that are not this one. We are currently reading uh, uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager, The Pregnancy Pack 2.0, You Cannot Repregnate. Uh, uh, you can also find our Grant High School Exchange Program episodes there. Uh, we just did... Uh, oh, Oh boy! Yeah, well, well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say what just happened in a moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also have uh, uh, the Grand, the Grand High School Exchange program. Uh, we just uh, put up our High School Musical three episode recently. We do have more uh, planned after that. Five dollars gets you uh, a pretty special Discord role, a shout out in the podcast. You can send us a message that we will read in Ben voice ASMR optional. Ten dollars gets you all that plus an incredibly special Discord role that lets you listen in on the recordings live. Uh, and, uh, we have from Val a request, a message, <laughs> uh, I don't know who, Val, who do you want to read this? How about do you, you read let's, it? Let's both read it in unison. Her, how about you read it and then I'll do ASMR, Ben, because this is the first time I've ever had the option. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Don't forget, Amy, moderate consumption is not an option. Uh, hold on one second. No, I I can't. Uh, I was going to find a pair of scissors to do like an ASMR. Like, oh, thanks for getting your haircut. Okay. Don't forget, Amy. Moderate consumption is not an option. How was that? Oh, <laughs> did yeah. You, I liked did you your... Like... Uh... Amy, I've got a, uh, a letter for you. Right here. Uh... I'm, thank you for shuffling the cards uh, in my. Well, I'm, I'm not shuffling my, them. I'm just rubbing my well, finger along the edge. My, welcome to my casino, my little Amy. I want you to uh, bet your soul. On well, now side. that all of our listeners have nutted, <laughs> that's what ASMR does, right? It makes you nut. Is that not what? Is that not what it's for? I was pretty sure it was a nutting thing. I thought it was uh, automatic semen making making response response. <laughs> I uh, turned myself into a pickle. I'm pickle Rick. Have you ever? I saw a pickle Rick ASMR one time. <laughs> I, uh, Amy uh, Val Val Navrick, uh, asks for ASMR roleplay. You are raising my son. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, leaving your son with me to babysit. But uh, guess what? The position is now uh, permanent. You can go be... ahead and leave, and then uh, that will be the end of that. I do, uh, I've, and then uh, and then the per- and then the listener leaves and they can't hear anything. They close the window. They've, yeah. they've left the room. That's enough. Shut up. <laughs> That's from behind the door. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> thank you and apologies to our ten and five dollar subscribers. Nope, there's none anymore. Valerie W, whose fault that all was. 
Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Colby, Dr. B. Dandy, Tasty Sea Sponge, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thanks and sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about it. Sorry, sorry. about it. And? And. Great. You can Ooh. find all of our episodes. Ooh, can, I do a, can I do a favor for a friend of the show? What's that? We have a friend of the show uh, uh, and Discord user Gigalithic that has a, a game that they did the art for that's coming soon on steam i believe it's called paradise killer and i think it's a murder mystery which i love yes i i did i did look at i did look at it i don't know much about it yet but it looks i like to uh, see right i like the the skeleton and i love a good murder mystery game so yes featuring featuring red skeleton back from the grave (laughs) yeah check that out and and as always did we talk about noise space yet no, because you interrupted me. As always, you can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com. We are hosted on noisespace.xyz, where you can find podcasts such as Island Shuffle, Radish, uh, Tuning Fork, and also with you, Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, Fear Baiting. What's that new Star Wars one? I already, I just fucking said oh, is that. that. And also with you, Jesus Christ! Fuck what me, the fuck is wrong with you? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Will I be allowed <laughs> to eat dinner tonight? Are you? Huh? Yeah. I, I, are you gonna withhold my food? Yes. Fuck. Jordan, you've been watching too much Taskmaster. <laughs> God, you're right. I, I actually, yeah, yeah. It's little Jordan Canning. It's little Jordan Canning. Uh, on the on the on the other hand, I have marathoned uh, almost all of the first five seasons of Taskmaster over the past like. three Welcome days, to the club. So. Welcome to the club. I can send you. Well, I'll talk about this off air. Yes. Yeah. Le- don't don't tell all of the listeners about all of the crimes that you've been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, and then I bought a gun, and I then I bought some drugs, and then I uh, stole a police car and and burned it. And then I took candy from a baby. That was my favorite part. Oh no, the baby was Maggie Simpson. Oh no, I've been shot. It's a cliffhanger. Who did it? I just oh, said no. who did it. Well, join us next week to find out uh, whether or not me. Maggie Simpson one-shot Jordan Canning. <laughs> and as always. And as always. Thanks, for, thanks, Magic of Essence. Thanks. What were you about to say? Uh, thanks for watching. The the quick time visualizer, as always. <sighs> God. Bye. Bye. Magic of Essence Vision.